Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor. This is the Retirement Ready Podcast with President and Founder Eric Peterson of Peterson Financial Group, Iowa's retirement specialists with an office in West Des Moines. It's time to make sure that you're retirement ready. So we're going to go out to the retirement farm this go around. Eric, are you much of a farmer? I am not. No? Um, nor do I play one on TV or anything like that. But uh, in Iowa, you can't drive too far without, without seeing a farm. So, And we have a lot of people that come in that uh, have worked on farms. So okay. I uh, understand. Uh, Did you ever do any time on one when you were a kid or anything? No, because I grew up in uh, oh, California. Oh, that's right. You grew up in remember, California. So that's right. I always forget closest that. closest we got to agriculture was the uh, produce area in the supermarket. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, you know, a lot of people with the, the lockdown and, you know, the pandemics and the riots and just blah, 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 you hear people saying, man, I'm just going to move to the sticks, right? I'm just going to pick up and move out in the, in the country. Well, I live in the country. And, um, you know, each year I've added a little bit more. I don't, I'm definitely not a farmer. I don't have a farm. But I've got about six acres, and each year I add a little bit more of, you know, something that we try to grow. And I've tried to work on my, my green thumb that's not always super green. But I thought it would be an interesting analogy to kind of talk about that and also apply some of those farm life lessons to financial planning. Now, again, I don't have a full-on farm, so I can't necessarily relate to this first one, but I was talking with some folks in the area. And understanding net worth versus cash flow is really important in that scenario. And I think it's very important for us, you know, in general as investors, because, you know, think about farmland, a lot of times it's not like you can, if you've got hundreds of acres and you suddenly your business isn't doing well, it's not like you could just easily liquidable. You just can't up and sell a whole lot of farmland that fast, usually. No, any kind of real estate's that way, but farms specifically, because no one wants to buy just five acres. They want to buy, you know, normally a, a big plot, you know, 40, 80, something like that, if they're going to buy it to produce crops on it. So that gets a little challenging. And yeah, on paper, it's an asset, just like, you know, all their types of assets. So farmland does have a, there's a couple of things to it. One, it's got a tangible value, right? Value of land is, let's say, you know, $5,000 an acre. I'm just pulling a number out of my hat, right? And so you multiply that by the number of acres, right? But it also has an emotional component to it because maybe it's a family farm. You grew up on there. You fished there. You hunted there, those types of things. That's, that's hard to calculate. And, yes, it does have a, um, a net worth value to it, which helps, you know, what your net worth is. But what kind of revenue, what kind of income can you generate off of that? And that's where if you're, if you're planting crops, you know, and after you pay your expenses and those, and then you have the profit left over. And so if you calculate that return, normally, you know, I see most farmers are running around a two and a half to three and a half percent return on that asset from the income that they're generating versus the value of that asset. And so I told them, well, you could get 4% over here on a guaranteed basis. So why would you want to deal with all the struggles that you have of farming if you can get that over here? Well, it's this emotional component to the land. You know, they feel that, hey, if things get really, really bad, I can always grow something to eat. I can work my farm. I don't have to trust anyone or have anyone from the outside. And so it's just, it's a unique asset class. But you have to understand that when it comes to any kind of asset that you have, 
Your net worth is different than the cash flow or your investable net worth. Your net worth sometimes includes you know, your home, land, vehicles, those kinds of things. Those are very hard assets to turn into money if you need it. Investments, on the other hand, stocks, bonds, retirement accounts, those kinds of things, that's what you can use to generate income that you need in retirement. So two types of net worth, investable net worth and your overall net worth. Both are important, but just remember your investable net worth is what you can make financial decisions with, and that's the one you want to make sure that you have the right uh, risk tolerance on and it's doing the right stuff for you right, and right. will generate the income that you need in retirement. Yeah, no, definitely it's a very important lesson when we're talking about the analogy here uh, between the retirement farm and just in retirement in general. Now, I've got some couple of these uh, buildings, Eric, on the back of my property a little bit, and my property butts up against about another 30 or 40 acres of just woods. And so I thought about taking one of these little kind of you know, shacks and turning it into a chicken coop, right? Putting a bunch of chickens in there and so on and so forth. But it's on the back towards the woods, so it kind of makes me think I've got to be very careful about how I set some protections up because foxes, we you know, we have red foxes, weasels, snakes, they're going to come looking for my chickens and my eggs. Oh, absolutely. And in retirement, you have those things that are out there all the time, too. People don't realize it. They're not treating their or think of their retirement plan as a chicken coop, right? But in a way, it is because, what, it's going to produce eggs for you at some point, which is going to be income that you're going to need to live your life. So what are some of the foxes and weasels that can hurt you there? Well, inflation, and that's one that's going to impact it because your money's not going to be worth as much if inflation starts to creep up. It's going to purchase less. You also have, uh, you know, market losses. That's kind of a fox or weasel. It could take away the value, kind of like them stealing, you know, half your eggs or all your eggs or even a couple of your chickens, right? The, the value of it's going to go down. Long-term care expenses can steal from that too. You know, if you end up in a nursing home or end up not being able to care for yourself, you need to pay someone to help you with that. That's something that could definitely deplete your account. And then there's hidden fees, right? When you're in investments, you're paying some kind of a fee, whether you're aware of it or not. If you're in mutual funds, there's asset management fees, there's uh, bid-ask spreads, there's commissions, there's sales loads, there's all these kinds of things, all these fees sometimes you're not aware of, especially in retirement plans you're not, but you are paying them. So you want to know what you're paying for and the value that you're getting for paying those fees. That's where planning comes into place. That's what we do for our clients. We don't charge a fee per hour. The fees that we charge for assets under management includes all the planning that we do and access to us and guiding them through all these treacherous times. So uh, those are some of the fox and weasels that could raid your hen house. Yeah, so definitely. Fees, yeah, market impact, and course, inflation and long-term care. Those are some of the big ones you need to address. Well, you know, and folks tuning in might be wondering, what in the world are they talking about today? But I mean, there's so many people, again, who really kind of enjoy the idea of doing a lot of home, you know, uh, gardening, and maybe you step it up a little bit more than just gardening. You know, we started out a couple of years ago, Eric, just doing like some basil and oregano and, you know, things like that that a lot of people do. And then we moved into different kinds of tomatoes, and then I added broccoli and I added cauliflower, and then I, now I've added corn, you know, so I'm, I keep kind of, you know, upping it up a little bit, but it's always just for me and my wife and my family, you know, my mom, brother, so on and so forth. But that diversity of crops, I feel is important to, to us because it, I'm trying to do it for us to eat, you know, not necessarily to sell. But if you're looking at a, a farm or a business or even just for yourself, diversity is still really, really important. Now, I know there's large farmers who, you know, obviously their whole business is just corn or whatever, right? But I would think for the average person who's trying to grow things at home, that diversity is important just like it is in your retirement. Oh, absolutely. Because well, one of the things is that if, if let's say there's um, – 
it's hard to grow that one year. Let's say there's a disease or something like that that could that could take it Bad out. That crop, could stunt weather, the growth of whatever. It. Yeah, right. It's like having everything in stock. If the stock market is is hard that year, it's going to impact it. And sometimes producing, I don't know, it's probably not a problem with your stock portfolio, but sometimes producing too much. You know, we have a neighbor that produces to, or likes to grow tomatoes, but all of a sudden they all come harvest at one time. So he's just like giving everyone away tomatoes because it's a hard thing. You know, he can it, but he's not big into canning. So then all of a sudden you got too much stuff <laughs> right. to give away. I don't think you have a problem with too much in your retirement plan. But yeah, diversified amongst your asset classes is just like diversifying your crops like you're doing. So you got, you know, a little bit of corn, you got some tomatoes, you got some broccoli, some so you have a you can eat all of this stuff, right? But you not just have all corn. So everything you're doing is corn, corn, corn. Um, same thing with uh, your portfolio. You just don't want all stocks. You want some stuff that could be different that's going to come. It's going to provide some safety. It's going to give you, you know, just a well-rounded plan so when markets are unfavorable, you're not worried. You can still retire. You can still do what you want to do. And markets are great. Then it's all going up. So that's what you really need. Um, so when you get to retirement, you know exactly where you're going to be able to take your income from. You know exactly the kind of the rate of return you're going to need. You're going to spend with confidence. You're going to move the transition to this time where you've worked hard for. And it just makes it really easy when you know that in advance. You know, no matter what happens in the market, I can still retire just like having a diversity of crops. Have diversification in your assets things that are protected from the market and things that are participating in the market. You've been listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast. If you have questions about what you've heard on today's podcast and would like to schedule a complimentary retirement readiness review with Eric Peterson and the team at Peterson Financial Group, call now. 515-226-1500 is the number to dial. That's 515-226-1500. They are Iowa's retirement specialists and standing by to help you achieve your financial and retirement goals. Want to ask a question online? Visit the team at askericpeterson.com. Thanks for listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast, making sure that you're retirement ready. Did you know that Eric Peterson also has a radio show? Tune in to the Retirement Ready Radio Show, Sundays at noon on AM 1040 WHO. Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day, using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investing involves risk, including the loss of principal. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against loss in periods of declining values. Any references to protection benefits or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investment products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor.